Welcome to Stock Stories, episode 45. going on it's a new year 2019 when this episode will be released so as you're listening i hope you are enjoying the holidays holiday period and the beginning of the new year there's so many great things about a new year i just i always feel refreshed and energized and more focused and new goals and evaluating the old ones it's just always a great time of year for me And I certainly hope that it is for you and your family. So I wish you the very best. And today is going to be not a typical episode. I decided that I would change things up a little bit and just start the new year off with a different episode. I've been getting, uh, I got a couple requests from people who just wanted to know a little bit more about me. And instead of just talking about stocks all the time, I figured I would kick this year off with a little bit of background of where I'm coming from. I always provide the histories of the companies that I talk about because I want to provide some context for what's going on now so that we can better understand what's going to go on in the future. And I think something similar applies to people, right? When you meet someone new, you talk to them, you find out where they've been and you find out what their worldview is and that can influence where they're going. So... Uh, humor me for a few minutes and I'll tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Alex and yeah, so this is the origin, I guess, of me being the stock storyteller. So let's start from when I was a kid. So basically when I was a kid, I didn't know a lot about money or investing. I certainly didn't know anything about stocks. And it was pretty much a foreign concept to me. I remember having some exposure to just basic, I guess, personal finance principles through playing Monopoly. That's one of my fond memories from childhood is game night with my family way back when we used to do that. And my favorite game was always play Monopoly. I just had a ton of fun and my dad and I would kind of battle it out usually to see who would win. And that's kind of where I first learned about you can buy something and it will pay you rents later and it can appreciate in value and all those kinds of different principles kind of originated with that game. So I, I'll always have a fondness for Monopoly because of that. But as far as actual stocks and investing, I remember being in high school and Google was like taking over the internet uh, and it was still relatively new. And I remember thinking to myself like, hey, like I think stocks, I think a stock of Google would be good. Like that would probably grow really fast. I didn't think about it much beyond that, but I had the insight just as a regular user of the internet that Google was super dominant and being used by people all over the world. 
I had no idea how it made money, but I thought, hey, Google seems like it's a great company. Um, and I remember asking my mom, like, hey, like, how do you think I could like buy buy a share of Google or something like that? And she was like, yeah, I'll, you know, I could set up an account for you, you know, just, you know, save up the money and give it to me and I'll I'll, I'll help you buy it. But back in those days, I just didn't do, know much about money or or even working that much. I was just focused on school. So I didn't really uh, follow through on that. I didn't even do any research. And that kind of ended there. And then for many years after that, I didn't think about investing at all, quite frankly. I didn't think about really even money management, even basic personal finance. It wasn't in my view. I just wasn't thinking about it. I was focused on my career pursuits and just trying to learn skills so I could be good at that. And uh, so, yeah, going off to college, I had other interests and went through that experience. And then around the time that I graduated from college, I started getting into personal finance. And this happened when I was visiting home for break one semester and my sister and I went to the bookstore, half price bookstore, and I just happened across this copy of The Automatic Millionaire by David Bach. Now, if you don't know who David Bach is or you never heard of that book, that's all right. But if you don't know much about the personal finance side of money management, that is an excellent starting place because it's it breaks things down very simply and it's just a great start for a beginner. Because I remember thinking when I was walking through that bookstore, like, man, I'm about to graduate from college. And for the first time, I'll be like, really earning money enough to support myself. And I'll have to support myself. Not to mention, I was also about to get married. So um, there is extra financial responsibilities there that we would both share. And so I was thinking, man, I don't really know anything about money. I should probably learn something. So that happened to be the first book that I came across and ended up being a great one. But anyway, so that senior year of college, I started learning voraciously about personal finance and started kind of mastering the basics with my wife over the next couple of years. And that really put us on a good journey uh, together. One thing I noticed as I started learning about these things, you know, basic topics like budgeting and earning an income and, you know, being frugal, all those, all that good stuff that you see in the bookstores, I started to realize that there were, there had to be something more. I thought there's like, there's something else that isn't being discussed in these books. I was tired of reading the same things over and over again. I thought, well, how do you actually take that next step? How do people actually grow wealthy, though? And what I eventually realized is that people grow their wealth in so many different ways. It's absolutely astounding how it happens, actually. Even to this day, I think about it, and I know there's still ways people make money that I still know nothing about. But over time, I started to realize, like, wow, this this world of like money management and finances is way bigger than I initially bargained for. And so I started thinking about it. I mean, I had friends 
back in college that went off to work on Wall Street and do investment banking and that kind of thing. But it didn't really interest me that much back then. And frankly, I didn't know much about it. I just kind of knew like, oh, it's just, you know, it's a part of the economy. People work in finance like they work in industrial companies or retail or whatever. It's just another job. Um, But like I didn't have that interest. So when shortly after I got married and moved across the country and my wife and I started our jobs, I came across this blog one day by a guy named Joshua Kennan. And this guy is from Kansas City, Missouri, and actually had just moved to Missouri at the time. So it's kind of relatable in that way. But I started reading his writing, and this guy is a private investor. And he has been investing since he was just 10 years old and been writing about investing since he was a teenager. And for some reason, it's kind of hard to explain it, but I was just so deeply impacted by his wisdom and the passion with which he wrote, not just about investing, but about life and politics and money in general and and philosophy that it kind of just changed my entire worldview. I started to think like an investor and it made me want to become an investor. And so inspired by his writings, I started finding other investors online and even getting into podcasts a little bit, learning about, still learning about personal finance, but honing in on the investing side of things. And I found that I was naturally drawn more towards stocks than other asset classes. And so that's where I started to turn my attention. And so I started investing back, um, I guess it's been seven years now since I started investing. And it's been really just one year since I've started very, very actively investing. So um, prior to that, I was just purely in passive vehicles, passive index funds. And so I've started to branch out from that as I've learned more. But over the years, I just kept reading and learning. And I kind of hit a point this past year where I had this idea for creating a podcast as a tool to help people like me who wanted to learn more about stocks, but you know, didn't know or didn't have the time to sift through the massive amount of information that's out there. And so I wanted to provide something to help other people. And then in doing so, increase my own knowledge, increase my own understanding. And so, um, kind of, kind of acts as like a way to help you and me at the same time. And so that's where the origin of this podcast has come from. And, Man, I just, I've been learning so much over the past, I would say, year or two, even compared to the past several years where I was still doing a lot of reading um, just from the act of studying companies. I mean, you can learn so much just doing that. As I hope, if you've listened to many of the other episodes, I hope you've seen that um, by listening. So that's kind of where that came from. I just started following different other investors, reading what they had to say, pondering what they had to say, 
and then also acting upon it by investing myself and trying to make a good make a make a good uh good return on on my investments for my family and so i want to help you do the same thing too and so that's kind of where i come from um so i i live in florida and that's where i'm at if you were wondering and yeah i just love creating this podcast and trying to teach and learn at the same time because frankly i'm not an expert yet <laughs> i don't work on wall street i did not get a degree in finance however i have spent so many hours so much focus so much attention dedicated to learning about how companies work about how the stock market works as i hope you've heard from the various episodes um the amount of knowledge and different types of thoughts that i've tried to put together conclusions that i've tried to draw you can learn so much just by being willing to seek out information and as someone who listens to this podcast, you, I guess you already know that, but I just want to stress that to you because we live in such a, an amazing world in a time where we can really learn almost anything we want if we put the focus and the time in through so many different mediums. And I'm really excited to see where this podcast takes you and where it takes me too. Uh, we're 45 episodes in. It's almost hard to believe that I started this podcast back in March of 2018, and here we are, going to be 2019, and I'm just really excited for a new year and learning new skills, improving investment prowess and acumen, and doing that so we can all build better lives for our families, because that's what this is about. Investing is only useful if you're able to use the money you gained from it to serve your family and those you love, that's it. That's the purpose of money, right? So I want to stress that to you. Don't ever forget about the why of why you're doing what you're doing. Frankly, if you listen to this podcast a couple times and say, you know what? I'm not really that into stocks. I want to do gold or real estate or whatever. More power to you because we're all different. We all have different preferences and styles. But make sure that you don't forget the why of investing. It's to create money, to create a better life. And that's really powerful. Don't ever forget that. And also, I just want to encourage those of you who are just starting. If you've just started investing your first small amounts in your bank account or your brokerage account or your 401k at work or whatever it is, keep doing it. It really does start to add up over time. And uh, even though I haven't been investing for 30 or 40 years yet or anything like that, I have seen small incremental gains and that is encouraging. Do not despise the day of small beginnings uh, because compound interest really is powerful and you can harness it for very good purposes if you choose to. So that's a little bit about where I come from, where my mindset's coming from. I guess I'll also add that the particular uh, blog that I mentioned, Joshua Kennan, 
Unfortunately, he's taken away a lot of his content offline now because he started his uh, own asset management company with his husband out in California. And so a lot of his material is no longer available, unfortunately. But a lot of the things that he writes or I guess wrote about as far as long-term investing in stocks, I really, it really resonated with me. And I think that's influenced kind of my philosophy and approach thus far. I'm still exploring a lot of different approaches and strategies to investing. Through this podcast, it has probably come out that I definitely tilt toward the value-based philosophy of investing. So you want to buy assets cheaper than what they're really worth. And that just makes intuitive sense to me as an investor that you want to, you know, spend a dime and get a dollar's worth of value if you can. So that's kind of the bent that I lean toward philosophically, but I also recognize the power of investing in strong growth companies, companies that are really increasing their profits at a fast rate. So that's important too. Um, And there are other things like studying technicals and, and all sorts of things that I'm just starting to wade into now. But I do believe that long-term wealth, a great path to long-term wealth is by investing in companies at valuable prices, at cheaper prices that are above average quality. So find the best companies in the world, pay a fair value or better for them, and then just keep adding to that pile over time. I think it's been a proven formula for building wealth. You can look at the historical returns of many of the companies that we've talked about, and you'll see that there's power in compounding. Um, And so that's kind of where my philosophy has come from. And it's being shaped every day by every new piece of data that I get, everything that I read. I try to be as open-minded as possible to the data, to new information, um, in order to make better decisions. And that's why we're here. So that's where I come from. Again, my name is Alex. I am your stock storyteller. I'm honored that you've given me the time of day to listen to me talk about this stuff. And I really hope that you've learned from it. And oh my goodness, I've got so much in store for you coming up in 2019. I just have a lot of plans for building the podcast, increasing the content, um, going through a lot more companies. We're going to learn so much this year. And that just really gets me excited. Like by the end of 2019, you'll be shocked at what you've learned compared to the beginning of 2019 from this podcast and hopefully from many other good sources of information as well. So just want to get you excited about that. I've got a lot of plans and thank you for helping build this community. It's still a small community but we're building steadily. And I want to say thank you. I've greatly appreciated every single one of you that has reached out to me personally and had a conversation with me about whatever. Uh, I really appreciate those email exchanges and the Instagram messages. I appreciate it. Um, That's what community is. That's how we learn how to get better. And um, I really think that There's a lot of power in building a strong community. So if you want to reach out to me, you can certainly do that. And I encourage you to do that. 
My email is alex at stockstoriespodcast.com. Or if you prefer, I'm on Instagram more these days. And my handle there is stockstories1. That's stockstories, the number one. And so hit me up uh, via one of those channels and I'll get back to you. But yeah, send me your questions, send me your feedback, any ideas you've had for the show. I've incorporated some of the feedback I've been getting from you guys into the show already. So be encouraged that um, if you got a good idea, I'd love to hear it. And yeah, have a great 2019 and I'll be back next week with another company and we'll keep on going. The information presented here on Stock Stories is for informational, educational, and entertainment purposes only. You and you alone are responsible for your investment and financial decisions. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, or financial advisor that can analyze your specific situation in the context of your goals and circumstances.